Hello, my name is Joe Rodriguez, and listen to Get the Money Right with Todd Butzer. Todd has decades of experience in giving real estate agents the training and resources they need to get their finances on track. This episode is our 13th episode, and we're going to be doing things a little bit differently today. We're going to be examining the why behind getting our money right. Don't worry, we're going to be getting back to our regular format next week. We just think it's valuable to take a moment and step back and ask ourselves, why am I even doing all this? Well, I think Todd explained it best back in episode two of Busting Money Mess. When I'm talking about money, I'm not talking about stuff. If you want to buy stuff, great. You want nice things, great. You want watches or jewelry or cars or whatever, that's great. What I'm referring to when we're talking about money is, is assets, is security. Jim Rohn, the late, great Jim Rohn, had a, had a wonderful line. He said in, in one of his programs, have you built the financial wall around your family that nothing can break through? That's what I'm referring to when I'm talking about money. I'm not talking about that. I'm reminded of the quote from Jay Papazan. Money is good for the good that it can do. Why do we make money? Why are we in business? Money is the resource that allows us to provide better lives to our families and the communities that we live in. Personally, I'm in the process of getting the money right so I can more effectively love and support my family. My wife and I are also very passionate about animal welfare, and we would like to give bigger contributions to our local animal shelter and be able to take in more foster dogs and find more homes for them. And if our finances aren't in order, our impact is significantly less than it could be. If you neglect the health of your money, you will eventually be forced to be confronted with the damage your money has caused. Our guest from episode 9, Maureen Stalle, gives an example from the early days of her career. I was aware that I was not managing it well. Um, I was enjoying some great success and very little expenses. So it looked, to all intents and purposes, the cash flow was great until 2008. When we lost a lot of money in 2008, stock market money and investment money that we had set aside for colleges was my wake-up call. Mm -hmm. Um, And my husband pays attention to his business. He wasn't paying attention to my business. And he's the money guy. And I was just bringing it in and bringing it in and sending it back out and not paying much attention to it. In 2009 is when he said, halt, 2008, 2009, fall of 2008 into 2009 was when he said, halt, I got to get a handle on your finances. You've got expenses. You've got an employee. I have a full-time employee uh, as an unlicensed assistant. And that's when he said, oh, 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 this is actually, we still need to pay her, even though you're not bringing in income, you still need to pay her salary. She's got a family. She's relying on this. We got to get a handle on your business. Your business is turning into something much bigger than we anticipated. That was, that was the turning point for us. So we rebuilt in, in re reconnoitered, I would say in 2009 and 10. And then in 11, I would say I wasn't soaring with that financial responsibility I was getting by because his business was super busy and he didn't have a lot of time to pay attention to mine. And I was just getting by doing what I know how to do best was going out and selling houses and uh, shuttling kids to hockey games. And so I was kind of back at that hamster wheel in 2010, 11, 12, when the market came back. 
However, after taking on some mentorship from Todd and embracing some mindset adjustments, she was eventually able to quadruple the size of her business in a relatively short amount of time. Now agents look to her as a leader and sometimes wonder, can I really accomplish what she has? Well, here's what she has to say in response. Seriously, eight years ago, that was me who didn't have any, anything other than my real estate sales business with one assistant, a family that was busy and moving all the time and going all the time. And, and I thought this was success. I thought this was that where I was at was amazing. Now I look back and go, oh my goodness. So I tell agents all the time, you think that this is unattainable for you. You have to listen to other people that are ahead of you. You have to be willing to listen and follow their guidance, find good mentors and just follow them. I have people say to me all the time, I'm just watching you. I'm just watching you and I'm trying to do what you did six, seven years ago so that in eight years, 10 years, I can be where you are. And I'm like, that's all you have to do is just watch how other people do things. People you respect, people who are crushing it out there. Watch how they do things. Ask them questions about, about I, I run a, um, a once a month group coaching for one hour and I invite about 100 agents onto the call. And they listen to these agents and they are just amazed at how calm these agents are, right? It's calm intentionality, period. That's all it is. And all of this is just about being intentional about every single thing you do. Everyone you talk to, everyone you spend time with, all of it is intentionality. What Maureen is talking about is living a purpose-driven, intentional life. And I believe that comes from knowing your why. Why do you do what you do? Why are you in business? What drives you? Again, for me, family is the number one driver. I want to ensure that the children I have can go to any college they want, that I can be there when someone gets married or falls ill. Today's episode is going to be a short one, but I would highly recommend that when you have a moment, you take the time to think about the five balls outlined in Jane Patterson's book, Suzanne's Diary for Nicholas. I'm going to link an article that goes in greater detail in this episode description, but essentially it's this. Imagine life as a game where you're juggling five balls. The balls represent work, family, health, friends, and integrity. Your goal is to keep all five in the air, but five is a lot to juggle. Eventually, something has to hit the floor when you get tired or you slip up. The example goes on to explain that the work ball is made of rubber and that every other ball is made of glass. You can drop the work one, it'll bounce back, but if you drop the family one, for example, it may shatter or be permanently damaged or scratched. I think this is a powerful exercise to visualize what's important to you in your life, what takes the greatest priority. And once you have this understanding of what's the most important, it makes creating long-term goals around what's important to you that much easier. You can live a more purposeful, intentional life. I encourage you to reflect on what's important to you and look at your finances with intentionality. That will give you the solid foundation you need for getting your money right. That concludes this episode of Get the Money Right. Next week, we'll be back to our standard format. Stay up to date in the latest and get the money right. Follow us on social media and be sure to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. If you want to support the show, please leave a five-star review and share with your friends. If you're a real estate agent who is getting their money right and want to be a guest on the show, please submit all inquiries to getthemoneyright.podcast at gmail.com. Thanks to everything we discussed today in the episode description. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.